This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Brick layers and ball shorts. Coaching from the side of the ball court. If you know, you know. One stop like a Walmart. We got the tennis balls for the wrong sport. You know, you know. If you know about the carport, the trap door's supposed to be awkward. If you know, you know. That's the reason we ball for. Circle round twice for the encore. If you know, you know. Yeah, man. These sports narratives. Y'all know me, man. I go out to sports narratives and I try to see if people got the same logic. Um. Yeah, what up, Danny? Big Will, what's good? But it it, it just it it always interests me how some folks view like when it comes down to quarterback, people got to realize it comes down in their personal feeling toward that quarterback or personal views, not a real measuring stick of logic. Because even when you talk about like wins and losses with quarterbacks, that's skewed because we always say. This quarterback won this, this quarterback won that. But then certain quarterbacks, we won't even acknowledge them. And we'll just say, hey, the defense won them the game. Or, you know, discarry them. This is why they're successful. And then in the same breath, we say football is the ultimate team sport. So some quarterbacks you have, some quarterbacks are generational talents, right? Some quarterbacks like Andrew Luck could come in and ball out no matter what, right? No matter what you think about the Colts the year before or when he got there, he was considered a generation of talent. Meaning, no matter what's around him, he's going to win. I do like A Rod is considered a generation of talent. No one, no matter what's around him, he gonna win. You know what I'm saying? But in sports, in any sport, dog, you need moving parts around you. You know what I'm saying? And DJ said, "Bump, bump, luck." Um. But even still, do like Russell Wilson wasn't isn't wasn't seen as a generational talent, right? When Russell Wilson won his first Super Bowl, everybody said it was because of Legion of Boom and because of the running game. That was it. But now we realize Russell was always special. But it was how he was presented. Somebody said, "Don't draft Ohio State quarterbacks." That's another narrative that can be used. You know what I'm saying? So that's what sports is like. It's it's what we what type of box we create and who we put in certain boxes. You know what I'm saying? Because on one hand, you could get hype over a quarterback, and then you could see they benefited from whether it's the system, the coaching, the moving parts around them. And then people be like, oh, he exposed. He wasn't as really good as we thought he was. It's like, no, they built the team for his talents, and you saw his true talents. 
And that's what football is. Like, that's what people got to realize. As much as we want to debate and talk trash amongst each other, if you know the game of football, you know the moving parts got to be right. Like, you you better have a scheme that fits what that quarterback can do. Some quarterbacks can fit in any scheme. We always talk about, like, Lamar Jackson always come up to play come up to play right what Baltimore did for Lamar helped him in his development and the curve of him developing they understood like yo let's bring look we know we got on defense we know we got some horses up front we could run the football we could we could use his we could use his talents and what he does as far as using his legs and the type of throws that he feels most comfortable with that's how we're going to build our scheme so you have naysayers and folks who really don't care for Baltimore or Lamar uh, come in and say, well, Lamar can't do this, this, and that. But they fail to realize the scheme doesn't ask him to do what you're saying he can't do. That's why you say he can't do it, because they don't call for him to do it. It's no different with Tom Brady with the Patriots. That scheme didn't call for him to throw down the field a bunch. That scheme said, hey, let's run some mess routes, let's run some smashes on the outside, run some sail routes, some seams. We're going to get the ball out quick. We're going to negate all blitzes so folks will say well Tom Brady can't throw downfield he can't do this it's because you don't see it often but then you look at that guy like A-Rod his coach asked him to hold the ball and launch that mug all the time even though you know he had to be running for his life but he got to display his full skill set so you get to see you know what I'm saying what he can do a lot of times you'll see folks like, damn, I know he could do such and such. They ain't never asked him to do it. It wasn't that he couldn't do it. So it wasn't could ask. But anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Let's go to Haskins and you Washington fans. Here's the first thing. And my dog JaVale brought this up on my show on Monday. Salute to JaVale. Haskins was pretty much, I don't want to say, no, I'm a petty hawk. We're going we're gonna to call it like it is. It's almost like they were praying and praying on this downfall. If a coach come in, bro, if a coach come in and he bring his own quarterback with him, the writing's on the wall. It was no different than the Chicago Bears when they brought in Nick Foles. The writing was on the wall. Doesn't matter who start. We know you on the short lease. We know as soon as there's some rumbling that your quarterback's struggling, that's all we need to go ahead and put in the guy we wanted to put in. I'm just, I'm just keeping it a stack with y'all. You know what's so funny about the Dwayne Haskins situation? In 13 games, he's had three different head coaches. 13 starts, three different head coaches. Three different schemes. Three different philosophies. In 13 games. And people are saying, well, he ain't showing no growth or this. How you going to grow when you got three different philosophies? Three different principles. If you are trying to get in shape and you hire three different trainers within three months, you probably ain't going to have the results you want because they got different philosophies, eating plan, meal plans, what you should work on. Should you intermittent fast? Should you eat six meals? Should you eat three meals? Should you do 2,000 calories? Do you do 1,500 calories? 2,100 calories? Depends on this muscle mass. All this. So for all the folks saying he ain't showed me nothing in the 13 game, how he really going to show you something when he never got accustomed and in tune to what's being asked of him? He's never had a chance to master it. 
You go from Ohio State, right, where you play spread offense. Woody running in Washington. Majority of the time, what you see somebody flourish in and you draft them because they flourish in a certain system, it would behoove you to implement that system to, to see that success. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. And look, I ain't here copping no pleas for Haskins. I'm talking about the narrative. The narrative. If you don't invest in a draft pick, he's not going to be successful. So the fact that you benched him already, already, ain't no coming back. That's it. You wasted a first-round pick. Ain't no need. It's dumb. Why would you draft somebody this early and give up on them in less than a year of starting them? Thoughts on letting Adrian Peterson go? I, I don't know. Man, look, man. Adrian Peterson was great over his years. He did good for, for, for them. Unfortunately, once they let him go, Geis and all them guys, you know, Geis got in trouble. So hindsight is twenty twenty. You could say they shouldn't have let AP go. But if Geis is if they don't, you know, if Geis don't get in that trouble and he performs like they wanted him to perform, we probably wouldn't have this Adrian Peterson conversation. So hindsight is twenty twenty. I don't know what they want out of their backs. So I can't tell you if he was good or bad. If they wanted backs who can catch out the backfield and things like that, then it's probably your best bet to go ahead and let the vet go somewhere where he appreciate it. Um, yeah, and I'm not blaming Ron Rivera for bringing his own guy. What I'm telling folks is you had to see the writing on the wall. That's the oldest trick in the book. A new coaches like when you get drafted, by a coach on the hot seat, and then that coach is gone, they ain't going to want you. They're not going to want you. So for folks who cast all these aspersions on on him like he's some trash, like he never had nobody investing in them, into him. So to me, it's like, it's not it's not like a warranted narrative to me. Like, you could say he trash, but nobody never really, you know what I'm saying? Nobody really... Try to better put things in place for him to be successful. They treated him like he was a generational talent. They said, yo, just do it. Everybody can't do that. Every quarterback not that special. We got to keep it a stack. All these quarterbacks ain't that special. A lot of the quarterbacks y'all rave about really not that special. It's just they got special things that's built around them that allows them to flourish. Straight like that. A lot of folks don't want to talk about that. But they claim football the ultimate team sport. But they don't talk about everything that goes around it. Josh Allen situation 2.0. So Josh Allen in Buffalo, right? If y'all been paying attention, Josh Allen was supposed to come in and do wonders. And he he struggled. I'm going to pull up his numbers on my computer. He he struggled his first. Like He didn't look that good his first year. He didn't look that good. Like everybody was like, what 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 happened with him? Right? Look at him this year with Buffalo. He went and got a number one receiver. You got a, a Cole Beasy from the Cowboys in the slot. You got a capable backs. He's like a totally different quarterback. Totally different quarterback this year. Like he balling this year. 12 touchdowns and one interception. 
his rookie year in, in 12 games start, in 12 games played, he had 10 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. His rookie year. But he was allowed to develop. That's what I'm saying, bro. Danny Nichols in for the Giants. All he do is turn the ball over. But some dudes are allowed that. That's what I'm saying. Like, Haskins wasn't, uh, he wasn't given that. He wasn't given that. And nobody can debate that because it's, it's right there in your face. Go look at Josh Allen with Buffalo. He played 12 games. 52% completion rate. 10 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Pretty sure a lot of people saying he was trash, right? But they, they brung things around him, right? That's what you do. You build around your investment. That's all I'm saying. You build around your... Like, what has Washington really done for that kid? Because he's not a generational talent. He's not that special. So you just can't say, oh, nah, hell nah. He is what he is. He ain't played that much. He only started one year in college. No different. Even Mr. Bisky got how many years with the, with the Bears? Because he ain't played but one year in UNC. He gave you multiple seasons. You got your Blake Borders of the world. They give them. But I get it. I get it. The coach that drafted him not dead no more. Matter of fact, this is his third coach. So I understand it. I understand it. I'm just saying to y'all. The same vitriol and this thing y'all be having. Oh, he deserved to be this. Y'all do that for, for, for Daniel Jones in New York? Oh, okay. Did y'all do that for Josh Allen his first year? Oh, okay. That's all I'm asking. Josh Rosen, they gave up on him. Oh, Josh Rosen was 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 Dwayne Haskins. Oh, yeah. Once they got their new coach in, get, get his ass out of here. I need my own type of quarterback. I point that out to you quick. This ain't about race. This is about they got Josh Rosen ass about it the same way they did Haskins. I'm just telling you. If you ain't willing to invest in your quarterback, just let him leave. Don't, don't, don't fake it. Like, don't fake it, bro. Like, we knew Cal was going to start. You know what I'm saying? He was expected to do much as a rookie. Hall. Haskins was asked to go super above and beyond, I can say that. I don't understand what that means, Daniel, but at the end of the day, we saw Josh was allowed another year. Mr. Bisky was allowed another year. Uh, Daniel Nichols was allowed another year. That's all I'm saying. They was given a full year and then another year. Haskins was given 13 games. That's all I'm saying. If people can't see that, there is no getting around it. There is none. That's right there in your face. That's right there in your face. I'm just telling you. It's right there. If you can't, if I can't, if that picture isn't painted enough for you, then you, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Just 13 games, bro. 13. But I get it. I know why. It ain't because he sucks. It's because this new coach got a guy that started for him last year and he brought him in. You know what I'm saying? That's all. I understand the business. I understand the business wholeheartedly. That's why I ain't like overreacting. I'm just breaking it down for y'all so y'all see. It ain't because he sucks. Because name me, uh, like, 
people will say Washington got a good receiver in Scary Terry, but you won't say that before the year started. And look, and look, my man K. Walker just said, Ron Rivera maybe just don't want him. That's all. And that can be. And, and that can be. And I'm fine with that. That's what I need folks to see. But you know what's so funny about Ron Rivera? <laughs> yeah, Petty Hawk time. Ron Rivera, you may not like Dwayne Haskins, and you may like Cal Allen, and you can like Cal Allen because he started for you in Carolina last year. But the same boy you just benched, he quarterbacked the team that beat you last year. <laughs> oh, and Cal was starting. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Oh, man. Hey, Danny, ain't nowhere in the world Ron Rivera with no preseason would think that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just telling you, I'm just, I'm, hey, man, I ain't playing no devil's advocate. I'm a straight shooter. When it comes to the sports, I'm a straight shooter. Ron knew what? Ron knew that he couldn't just insert Kyle in. So what he did was let Dwayne play, and if they win, he'll just sit back. If they lose, it's going to be Dwayne. We're going to put Kyle in. It's no different than when Nick Foles came in for Mr. Biscay. You won't gonna start Nick Foles because of no preseason over Mr. Biscay. They were just gonna wait and chill. That's it. That's the that's that's what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like you wait, you win, you you playing with house money. Ron gave him a chance. Yeah, he gave him a chance, all right. <laughs> he gave him a chance, all right. <laughs> Boy, if y'all think that's giving somebody a chance, man, remind me to never hang around y'all and ask for a chance. Mother sucker ain't give him no damn chance. The hell? A chance? <laughs> man, hell no. Hell no. You know what's so funny? The timing of this is bad. How you bench him after Baltimore? How you bench him after this game? I can see the Cleveland game. Matter of fact, you should have benched him after the Cleveland game. But after the Baltimore game, you benched him? Like, that? You benched him after the Baltimore game? Really? Why? Why did you bench him the ball? Like, that was his best game of the year. Maybe it's his agent. Maybe because his agent tweeted out that the team need to play better. Maybe that's what it was, yo. Maybe he got reprimanded because of the of the agent. But damn. Like really, y'all y'all benched him after this game? After this game? Yo, let's keep it a stack, bruh. I'll give you the I'll give you the Cleveland game. I'll give you the Cleveland game. I'll give you that. But the Baltimore game, his agent said everybody need to play step their game up on Twitter. So Ron was like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and nip this in the bud. We're going to nip this in the bud. 
But hey, you you look you, hey man, you bless as a quarterback when they invest in you. I think he wanted to start Cal for the job. Absolutely did. I absolutely did. Cause didn't they did they trade? Did they trade for Cal? I want to say they traded for him. Let me let me see some right. I think they traded for Cal Allen, man. If I'm wrong, I'm I'm absolutely want my I want a dude I'm familiar with that show, you know, he can he can get the job done as a starter, you know, in, in the way that he saw fit. Yeah, he was traded to Washington for a fifth round pick. Oh hell yeah. I'm not giving up a fifth round pick for you to be a backup. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Never mind. What up, Mike? Never mind. We know. See, there you go. He supposed to be in the start. Daniel, I mean, Danny, if there would have been a preseason, Cal would have definitely been the starter. That is the, the confirmation. My man, Michael McFadden, my guy. This is my guy right there, bro. Always. Yep, Cal would have been a starter if it would have been a preseason. We're going to keep it a buck. If you, hey, and I don't see no fault in that from Ron. Because, I, like I told you, if you're a new coach, you and you had a starter on a previous team and you can bring him, you bring him. Because now you can just teach the other side. Because Ron is a defensive guy. So, y'all notice, I ain't, like, really trying to play Ron or diss Ron. Like, you do what you need to be done as a head coach. You know what I'm saying? And, yep, Di Snyder, that's his hand-picked guy. And it's unfortunate for Haskins because he's going to be labeled a buzz or he was a bum, blah, 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 blah. All the unfair descriptors we give players when you don't really pay attention and see that Unless you a special talent, bro, you could just jump out there and just, like I said, just no matter what, overcome and persevere. But some guys, they need that talent. Like, you got folks saying, told me, somebody responded, was like, like the NFL isn't where you develop. I'm like, what? Yes, you do. Like, everybody develops when they get to the NFL. Like, you have to. You can't just be what you was in college. You develop every damn week, every day, every game, every year. Like, you develop. And I'm also a proponent of you don't really learn until you start playing. Like, mentally, you can start to see different things, but you learn as you play. There's no experience like playing experience. As much as, like, a quarterback is on the sideline and he's he's observing, but you better get thrown in the fight. That's when you learn when the bullets is live coming at you. Because you can sit back and think that you can do certain things, but until you get in there, Tom Brady is the best backup in history. Man, I guess that could be said. Steve Young used to be. So, yeah, Tom Brady did take that. Dan Snyder is a problem in the whole organization. He's the owner. He needs to stay an owner. I notice a lot. He befriends his... Oh, my fault. Damn. He be friends. 
his players, and when he does that numbers fall, I watched it with him and Clinton Portis. Yeah, but some, I mean, some owners are just cool like that. You know what I'm saying? You can be a problem, but I play for an owner who will be your friend and fire your ass and John Elway. He'll be cool with you, but he'll show you the business too. So Snyder got to understand, like, dog, it's business. You know what I'm saying? Business is business. We chill, we chill. But at the end of the day, I'm about my business. Yeah, I'm with you. And and every owner has their guys. I mean, this is their company. You know what I'm saying? So you right. But you got to give your, your head coaches free reign in the sense of doing what's best to help them be successful and do their job. So, yes, you right about that. You right about that. Snyder ain't going nowhere. If Jerry Jones ain't going nowhere, Snyder ain't going nowhere. Snyder ain't going nowhere. Where he going? Y'all Washington fans know. You know. You know. Snyder ain't going nowhere. Y'all hope he will. He ain't going nowhere. Where he going to go? <laughs> Where he going to go? What he going to do? Huh? What you going to do? Huh? Huh? What you going to do? Huh? You better get somebody to bug his apartment, see if y'all can see him saying something greasy like y'all did your boy that used to own the Clippers. That's what y'all need to do. Y'all need to get send one of them, get, see if he got a, uh, what is it, the one fans, the fans only. What's the little account that, that, that you pay to see somebody do strange for a piece of change? See if he got one of those accounts and, and frame them or something. That's what y'all need to do. Shoot. I mean, Jerry Jones... We saw the photos they had on him, and they ain't do nothing. You know? Yo, is it true people really make like $10 million, $8 million a month off that fans only or one fan? What the hell name is that? What is it? What's the name of that? Yo, people make, making millions off that? What they doing, bro? Let me... Hey, man. Help me represent some of them. Can I be an agent for them? Huh? Y'all need an agent? Y'all need a hype man. You know what I'm saying? OnlyFans. That's what it is. Let me let me size up your OnlyFans page. Pay me to size up your OnlyFans page. That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to go on Twitter right now when we done. And be like, here he, here he. I'm going to size up your OnlyFans page. So, if you got low followers, holla at your boy. Yeah. I need a couple of them. I don't even need no M's. I need a, I need a couple of T's. Thousands. I don't need no H. Thousands. I need a couple of thousands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Robert Kraft is cool with his plan. You know, you got some good owners out here, though. But like I said, at the end of the day, you can't lose sight of as a business. I'm on the fence about this. He's been subpar these four games, but O-line is trash and new system. Cal Allen isn't going to save. God dig it. I said see more. Dang it. It won't let me. Yeah, Curtis, I'm with you, bro. Look, I ain't here defending Dwayne. I'm just defending, you know, what you get when you don't invest in something that was never your idea. Like, Ron came in. Hey, can we trade for the quarterback that started for me last year? Absolutely. We get your fifth rounder. Let me get Kyle. Kyle here, boom. Damn. Pandemic. Got no preseason. All right, Dwayne, you go ahead and start. Hey, yo, Kyle, soon as they they out here talking greasy about him and we lose some games, you in there. 
Just wait. I just said it was ironic because that was the best game he played all year against Baltimore, too. We know how that defense gets down. So, I mean, yeah, but it is what it is, man. I just, I just, um, I just, I just want fans to pay attention that that's all it is. They never truly invested in him. They drafted him high, but never truly invested in him. Like, did they invest in, like, like weapons? Like, you can't get old running backs. Like, no disrespect, AP, Adrian Peterson, but you ain't Adrian Peterson from Minnesota. You can't. I mean, I know you got guys and that didn't work out, but everything fell out around him. Now, you did realize Scary Terry is the truth. But, you you know, Logan Thompson, don't Logan Thomas play for y'all? Yeah, Logan Thomas has been good at tight end. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, so, but we all can agree, right, that they never truly invested in that kid. They never invested in him, so that's what you got to do. You got to invest in your quarterback because we could go through, like, Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. They sat down and invested in him. They went and got Kareem Hunt. They got Chubb. They got Odell. They got uh, Hooker at, at tight end. So what did they do? They simplified the offense. They made it to where they they the running game is at the forefront. They cause people to load up the box. They know they got two special receivers on the outside. That creates one-on-one matchups. That opens up the throwing windows for Baker when he don't have to be super perfect. And you went from gunslinger in college to managing the game in the pros. And look at them now. Look at Cleveland now. That's what you do. You invest in them. Buffalo did the same thing. They went out and got more receivers, back for Josh Allen, top flight defense. Hey, Josh, we don't need to see that rocket arm all the time. We got a precision route runner and Stephon Diggs who could get open. Hey, take the safe throws. 12 touchdowns, one interceptions. I'm just telling you, bro, that's what you do. You got to invest in things around you. Now, everybody can't be Russell Wilson who people thought the Legion of Boom was carrying him, and then he lost the Legion of Boom, then he lost Marshawn Lynch, then he lost receivers y'all ain't even know about, and you don't even know who his receivers is now, and he showed you he a generational talent, and he was that the whole time. But y'all was so caught up in Andrew Luck and RG3 that y'all forgot that that kid's actually better than both of them. Everybody can't be him. So, you, so that's what happens in the draft. Everybody wants to draft a quarterback who they claim is a generational talent versus drafting a quarterback who can fit what you can do schematically or can fit what you can construct around them. That's why the draft is so laughable when it comes to quarterback because everybody, Mel Kuyper and everybody, got every all these GMs who supposed to be aficionados and all these scouts, they go to them to help do their job. I never understood that. Like, if you, if I'm a scout... Why am I going to a publication? Wouldn't I like go off my personal expertise? Then we look at Patrick Mahomes. Let me say this about Patrick Mahomes. Right? Andy Reid. Because even I was like, damn, Andy went and got Patrick. Like, why he drafted that kid? Because I just thought, you know, the offense he came from, the school he came from, they usually don't pan out, right? Andy Reid, being the innovator that he is. Alex Smith was the starter. 
wanted Patrick to start, but Alex was playing out of his mind. They gave him one game starting. Then they're like, you know what? This kid fits what I want to do because I got a lot of speed. And you know Andy. Andy always want to stress the field. That's Andy. He's always ahead of the time. Like, Andy evolves with the time. Andy Reid understood what Pat brought to the table. We're going to get this speed. At the end of the day, speed kills. It opens everything up. He went and got Hunt. Got Kelsey there. Patrick ended up showing you he's special. But at the same time, if you look at the personnel around him, it fits what he do. Throw that thing downfield. Split you out. He's more mobile than what you think. You got to invest in your quarterback, man. You got to. Like, we're so quick to call a quarterback a bust, but did somebody really... Like, that's what I'm saying. Did, look, stop drafting thinking you're going to get a generation of talent and understand if can you really build around that quarterback. Because I'm going to start saying that ain't on the player. That's on the organization. They sucked at, at putting pieces around that player. That's what I'm going to start doing. Because the narrative is always somebody a bust. If a kid come out bad, majority of the time we blame the parent. We don't say a kid just bad. We be like, damn, who is this parent? Badass kid. We say, well, that's what it is. Quarterback bad, I'm blaming the organization. It's your fault. It's your fault. Unless you put a lot of big, you know, so much talent around them and they just tricking stuff off, boom. But if I ain't, if I, look, if I ain't satisfied, look, bruh, if it's iffy, what you want me to do? What did my man Chris say? He said something. Damn, we won't let me do the see more. I can't see what they write. From my understanding, Chris is saying they really didn't work. Want, um... Haskins. And that's that's unfortunate too, bro, when you get drafted to a situation where they don't really want you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't really want you, bro. Like, we really ain't want you. Kick rocks. You know what I'm saying? I truly believe, like, Haskins need more time. Um... You just need to go somewhere where somebody going to appreciate him and, and truly pour into him and invest into him. Because you got folks saying, oh, he can't do this, he can't do that. We don't we don't know what people poured into him. You know what I'm saying? Can we agree on Haskin draft night? His face said he didn't want us either. That's probably true. I ain't going to lie, man. And I'm glad athletes do this, but... I'm I'm I I'm pretty sure it could be your lifelong dream to play in the NFL, but you're gonna pay attention to what team selects you though. <laughs> Cause you gotta admit, you went from being in high school where you got to choose the school you wanted to go to, versus now they choose you. So a lot of these players would be like, I'm just blessed, I just wanna play, I just love the game. Yeah, that sounds good in theory. But back of their mind, like, man, I better not go to no damn trash can juice organization. God day. So I'm pretty sure, yeah, that that comes up. That comes up. It most definitely comes up. 
But I'm, I'm, and I'm, I'm glad the young kings don't be out here saying I ain't trying to play for them. There's only a select few individuals like a John Elway or a Eli Manning can say who they want to play for. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They gangster like that. If you gangster enough that you could do that, I ain't hating. You know what I'm saying? Just like Trevor Lawrence. Do Trevor Lawrence really want to come out and play for the Jets? And this ain't a knock against the Jets because I got homies that play for the Jets. But would you want to play for the Jets? Would you want to play for the Giants? I ain't poo-pooing on the Giants because I got homies that play for the Giants. But when you see how they manage certain things, like if I'm Saquon Barkley, I'm pissed off that I play for the Giants right now. Like, and I ain't saying, you know what I'm saying? Like, as of right now. But would I want to play for the Jets as a quarterback? And in that market, they got you seeing ghosts. Trevor Lawrence, a dude, all he know how to do is win. At least in Cincinnati, they're going to love Joe Burrow because he born and bred from there. Like, they ain't going to never give up on Joe Burrow went into the greatest situation to where, even though they bad, they still got weapons. Mixon, Tyler, they got Boyd at receiver. AJ still there, but he probably ain't going to be there. But they got pieces over there in Cincinnati. I'm not a huge Joe Burrow fan, but he got pieces around him to where he can actually develop. I'm just being real with y'all. He went into a great situation. All Sometimes the record ain't indicative was really there in place. You know what I'm saying? Like, case in point, the Eagles. Playing quarterback there ain't, the, ain't, ain't fun right now. Because what you looking at to the outside? Like, what, what, what is that? But it's still pros. Don't get me wrong. You get paid. You want the best in the country. But... You're doing something a lot of people can't do. So we ain't saying you trash. We just saying compare to other teams. On that, you know, y'all as I ain't. That's I think what people, a lot of analysts don't say. You know, like we ain't saying you trash that you shouldn't be in the NFL. We're just saying when you compare you to this team and that team, that's what we get here. Because, you know, folks be like, at least they're playing. What you doing? You know, folks be like, what you doing? You ain't doing nothing. How you going to say something bad about them? What you ever done? That's why I always say, make sure you I put that caveat out there. You grading them on the professional scale, not the total scale. Well, like, if you say somebody a bum, you comparing them to the all pros, so they're a bum. That's why they're a bum. Not they're just a bum. Because if you say somebody a bum, then that person will be like, what are you doing? Him, he better than you. How dare you? you know, see, how dare you? You me calling him no bum? You a bum? Yep, T. So T was a part of part of the show on Monday, and and we discussed it. And we, and matter of fact, dog, we we, we really got to get a salute to Javale because Javale called it. Javale called it. He called it two days ago. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah, two days ago. JaVale Rowe called us. He said, you know, Rivera bringing Cal Allen, that's his guy. He traded for him. So don't be surprised. And it happened. It happened. 
Salute to JaVale, man. He was Negro Diamonds. We always love when we can use that title on somebody. They predicted the future. And ain't nothing wrong with that. Here for me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. It's not. If you're a coach, you bring in who you bring in and you start who you want to start if that's your guy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I just ain't going to sit up here and be like, oh, he was trash. He deserved to get benched. Blah, blah, blah. No. Coach, do what you want to do. You want your guy to play. You ain't have a preseason. Play him. I wonder what Stephen A. Smith was. Oh, Lord. You know what, man? Stephen A. Smith. Let me say this about Stephen A. Smith. Everybody know I respect the hell out of Stephen A. Smith, right? Stephen A. Smith was a guy that had me really like, yo, I want to I wanna get into that profession, right? Since Stephen A. Smith then got this money, I feel like Stephen A. Smith has chosen a lane to where he's going to just troll the Cowboy fans. And he's going to pick and choose when he, you know, jump in the race lane and don't jump in the race lane. You know what I'm saying? So Stephen A. Smith is going to come in and he's going to probably second guess Ron Rivera. I could, I could see him second guessing Ron Rivera, right? Me personally, I don't second guess Ron because I know Cal started for him last year. Like, if I didn't know that, I'd be second I ain't going to lie, I'd be second guessing him. I'd be, blah, blah, you know, but once I got a chance to sit back and evaluate, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. I just find it hard to do it after the Baltimore game. Cleveland game, I'd have been like, yeah, little buddy, just, he still got to learn what they want from him. Now, if Kyle wasn't there and they started just some Joe Blow, then I'd be up in arms like, what the hell is going on? This bullcrap, man. It's racial, man. It's racial. I'd be like, Martin and Boomerang, it's racial, man. Racial, racial. But he played for him last year. But I ain't going to never let y'all forget Ron. Dwayne beat you last year. You and Kyle. He ain't throw for no touchdowns. Okay. But he handed the ball off and the Redskins ran. Yeah, they were still the Redskins and he ran all over y'all. I got the file right here. Oh, yeah, I got the file. It's right here. Matter of fact, let's, let's go back and revisit that game. Let's go back and revisit that game. Let's see what happened that game head to head. I think Kyle threw a, th a couple of touchdowns. Had a couple of interceptions, too. Let's go back and check the foul of that game. Let's have some fun. We've been too serious. We want to have some fun. Dwayne was 13 to 25, 147 yards. Yeah, he handed the ball off a lot that game. Guys had 129 yards. Adrian Peterson had 99 yards. Oh, they ran all over them. Good God. Cal Allen had 278 yards, passing two touchdowns, one interception, was sacked seven times. 27 of 46. Yep, we're going to get Dwayne Haskins to win because that, that, that's fun. That's fun. That's fun. <laughs> Yo, last year the Redskins, they were still Redskins. They ran for 248 yards versus Ron Rivera and the Carolina Panthers last year. 248 yards. Damn. Mm, I'm thirsty. What a day, what a day. On and on and on and on and on. 
feeling kind of hungry. What else y'all want to talk about, man? Let me get up out of here. You know, appreciate y'all being part of the podcast. An impromptu podcast. This is going to be a bonus podcast on Spotify and iTunes. If you follow, make sure you follow. Yeah, y'all did. Yeah, the Skins always had a good run game. I don't know about the Washington team, but the, the Redskins did. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, now that y'all call the Washington team, do Super Bowls count anymore? Can y'all can can y'all brag about Super Bowl? Like, this is you know, it's like considered like a different organization now, right? Because you like they got Redskins on the Super Bowl ring. Can y'all say, yeah, we got Super Bowls? I'm just playing, man. Don't take me serious. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> hey, yo, can you imagine, yo, if you got a Washington Red, like if you play for the Redskins, you got a Super Bowl, and you just show up to the game, like, we got rings. They be like, oh, the Washington football team, Super Bowl champs from, wait a minute, they're the Redskins. Damn, can we say Redskins? Let me be the MC of that. Hey, yo, Washington, call your boy. I'll say Redskins. Quick. The 19, when the last time y'all won the Super Bowl? What was it, like 90 what? When the last time Redskins won the Super Bowl, dog? Mark Ripken was the quarterback. Y'all beat Buffalo, right? That was that Super Bowl. It was like 90, like two? What year was that? Redskins fans. I mean, Washington fans. Let me know. I don't keep up with y'all. 92. There we go. See, I was right. Look at that, dog. Ah, yeah. I don't know if I should celebrate, though, because Eagle fans might get mad at me. Like, how the hell you know when they won the Super Bowl? We know when we won the Super Bowl. How many years ago was that? It was recent. <laughs> Y'all fell into that one right there. Hey, look. I celebrated back-to-back Super Bowls because I got two different teams. I got the Eagles and the Chiefs. I went back-to-back years, baby. I'm a back-to-back Super Bowl champion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, oh, man. You got people out there like, man, F you. You, 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 Nah, man, but I appreciate everybody that tuned in today, man. I got to go. Gotta go run my miles, bro. I ain't got my miles in the day. But I wanted to make sure I drop a podcast early in the day. I won't go be to do nothing this afternoon. Um, but yeah, man, Dwayne Haskins Vince for Cal Allen. Just shared our thoughts. At the end of the day, River Run, it's your team, your quarterback. It's your quarterback. It's your quarterback. But Dwayne, and I hope that I, man, he ain't gonna get another chance. But I hope you get another chance somewhere else. You ain't gonna be Taking snap unless, yo, you went from number one to number three though. Yeah, you ain't gonna quarterback no more in Washington, bro. Hey man, save your checks, yo. Save your checks. Make sure you ain't purchase a crib in in the D.C. or Northern Virginia area. Make sure you renting, cause you you gonna be somewhere else soon. Okay. This ain't like dissing you, cause you somebody else gonna pick you up. Okay. Keep the hope alive for Ohio State quarterbacks. Because right now they're saying don't ever draft Ohio State quarterback again. But don't buy nothing in wherever you live at close to D.C. in Maryland. Okay? I'm just being honest with you. 
Alice Smith, salute to you, man. You know Matuna Dev chart, man. That horrific injury you had. Salute to you, bro. Salute to you. And you know Dwayne, if they put in Alex Smith before they put you in. So if Cal Allen go down and they put in Alex Smith before you, you done done. Okay? You're done done. Nah, Dwayne ain't gonna fit with the Chargers. They got a young scrap. That you seen that young scrap play? They sabotaged Tyrod so that young scrap could get in and he that young scrap letting it fly. So I mean, unfortunately, Dwayne, I don't know where you're going to end up, bro. I really don't. But you're going to have a job. That's all that matters. That's all that matters, bro. You're going to have a job. At, at the end of the day, it don't matter. Keep your job in the NFL. Don't burn any bridges. It's just unfortunate that you were drafted by an organization that really didn't want you. They didn't love you, man. They really didn't love you. Snyder did, but the personnel, they didn't love you. And it is what it is, bro. So save your millions. Tell your story. <laughs> Some bull crap. I'm out of here, man. Ballhawk salute. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.